I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Hi, everyone. To all my friends out there who are frustrated by having to deal with a difficult human in their life, I hear you. I am a host of a local retreat that I'm going to put an end to all this. It's November 3rd and 4th. I make sure you get out from being stuck in the stress and worry of this relationship and feel relaxed about it all while you're there. Information can be found on my bio on social media at Life Coach Elisa. For this episode, allow me to explain the title. Decision minus comparison equals self-confidence. I came up with a formula here because I wanted to start with decision. Everything we think or do is by choice. That's agency, all right? That's the starting point of what we have control over. The next one is comparison. It's totally normal and totally human to compare things. Our mind uses this to its advantage and it offers us lots of suggestions as to what we can think of as this is bad or this is good or this is best if it's done this way and it's to fit in all the situations that we come across and it's very useful to us but it can be hurtful in some ways. So many people seemed to have figured this out and we think sometimes if we could just spend all our time watching and learning from them then one day we can have it for ourselves. Like, oh, they have confidence. They have it figured out. I'll just spend all my time listening to them and I will just make a plan after I know everything and one day I can have it for myself. We're constantly in efforts looking outside of ourselves in order to fix ourselves because we want to feel confident They seem confident and we want that for ourselves. We think that by finding more information, you know, more how-tos, more DIYs, then we can use all of that to make a plan. Then we can get the body we want or get the money that we need or find more knowledge and more know-how because then we can use our time more effectively and efficiently or get the house organized better, get the cleaning done and have it stay done. We think if we wait until we find all the right ways of doing all things, then we can acquire all this information and achieve the confidence of the plan to go about doing it. Now, confidence isn't an action. It's just not true. Confidence is a feeling. So our thoughts create our feelings. It's not something we're doing that creates our feelings. No one gets to give it to us. They can teach us how to do something. They can teach us like how to do art or how to do a craft or how to rearrange the things in our house, right? But we get to decide when we give ourselves the feeling of being confident, all right? And comparison will always be the killer of this confidence. Notice when you are measuring up against others around you. It's sneaky. It's that sneaky little thief of all of your confidence. Comparing automatically plants seeds that grow into self-doubt and like self-entrapment. I'll even call it entrapment because it'll keep you stuck. Just simply notice it. 
it's best to let that one go. Let comparison go. It'll keep you stuck. Simply notice it. And the discomfort of the jealousy or the coveting that it brings with it. Then just excuse yourself. Excuse yourself from joining it. Bow out. Do that until it loses its loud voice in your mind and it leaves your heart. Just keep ignoring it. Just keep saying, nope, I'm not going to join you. I'm not going with you this time until it just loses its voice. All right. Look inside your mind for a minute. What are your thoughts about yourself? Ask yourself what thoughts are standing in the way of you moving forward. What are my thoughts that create insecurity and self-doubt? If you don't have the confidence in a certain area of your life that you would like to have more confidence in, whether it's in a relationship, decision-making, maybe it's your body image or how you'd like to be able to communicate or get organized, if you don't already have the confidence to do it, it's because your mind isn't finding the evidence it needs in order to have the confidence in it. Our brains, by design, look to the past to find this evidence. And if we haven't done it before and we've never had it, you can't find it. We look to what we've always done. We also look at what we've always been told about it. So maybe you've been told something and you believe something and the people talking around you your whole life that maybe it just seems out of reach for you and it's just not possible because of what we've been told. In that case, you need to be willing to admit you have a limiting or false belief around it. Gaining confidence is similar to gaining faith, like a leap of faith. It's doing something that you can't see or really feel yet. You're not really sure about it, but you know it's going to get you in a good way and you do it anyway and find out on the other side that it builds you. You have to do the thing first in order to know after and not just even once. You must repeat it until it becomes comfortable and believable for you. Confidence comes by adding up all the little pieces of evidence that you're giving it. It's like proving to yourself that it's possible for you to be confident enough to take the first step and then figure it out as you go. The practice of doing it anyway, doing without believing that you are confident first, makes you grow. Your brain can use that little bit of evidence that you gave it by taking the first step to continue on. And the best part is that as you continue, you'll hear less of an argument from yourself in your head. You'll hear less excuses towards not doing it. You'll hear less complaints about why you're even doing it in the first place. That's how confidence is built. That's how you give yourself confidence. Okay. Just by doing it. And your doubt, your, your fear about getting it the right way, doing it the right way, or you need to know more, it starts to leave. And when it starts to leave, it makes new room for the new thoughts you're going to have. And the new thoughts you're going to have will sound a little bit like, wow, I did that. Or gosh, it didn't have to be like perfect. I just needed to start and get it done. Um, one time I heard myself say like, why did I put that off for so long? It really wasn't that bad. It didn't take me as long. It wasn't as hard. And I made it sound so much more dramatic and harder than it was.
Another one, just something to know, is that what makes it hard is all the mind drama that you're having that's attached to what it is you're going to do or where you want confidence or where you're just not sure about. My instructor, Brooke Castillo, teaches two foundational thoughts for self-confidence. Put your focus on making these, these two suggestions, these two foundational thoughts, try to make these believable for yourself, even if it's just a partial belief or something you just kind of rehearse in your mind sometimes or would like to have a desire to believe. Here they are. The first one is, I know how to do everything and trust that I can figure it out and handle any emotion that comes along with it. I know how to do everything and trust that I can figure it out and handle any emotion that comes along. Okay, the second belief is I know I'm not perfect, but I love and accept myself regardless of my perceived imperfections. I know I'm not perfect, but I love and accept myself regardless of my perceived imperfections. All-inclusive um to see if you can make those believable for yourself. If you gain confidence in something after you've done it anyways, then it just makes sense. And you have my permission to give yourself confidence beforehand. Give it to yourself right now. In fact, just give it to yourself because I told you you could, and then just get going on the thing. All right. Doing the thing you want to feel confident in as though you already have the confidence in it is the best place to be to start. Okay. Why do we set up our life like constantly for finding flaws? Like our flaws. I find my flaws to erase. We find the flaws in ourselves. So we can't feel confident. We find the flaws in others. So we can compare. We find the flaws in the world as if we're able to make any of those decisions on behalf of the world. It's just not necessary. It wastes time. It wastes days, it wastes energy, and it's no wonder we're all busy and we're all tired and we're all overwhelmed all the time if we're doing this. So why do we go about life thinking it will just, it's just always going to be this way? Why do we not question the limitations we've set for ourselves? I don't think we're even aware that we've set any of these limitations on ourselves, but who decided? Did they just seemingly like happen out of nowhere? Who says? What's actually happening is we're allowing the fear and the doubt and the discomfort to stop us from moving through it. The thoughts that rob us of having confidence sound something along the lines of, I don't know how, I'm really just not good at that. I haven't done that before. I guess I'm just not as good at this as as somebody else would be. And I'm here to tell you that that's not how it's meant to go. What are the thoughts you have that bring up your self-doubt? Really think about it. What thought stands in the way of your taking action? You know, you're meant to push through the barriers that you have when you do become aware of them. All right, you are meant to have experiences that challenge the way you have always done things. Start to ask yourself, what other areas of your life do you see yourself doing the same thing that keeps you stuck? 
And I'm really excited about the next podcast because I want you to know a self-confidence life hack. Okay, next week, I'm going to do a part two for decision minus comparison equals confidence. So do your homework for this. Answer the questions. Go back and listen to it again. I'll tell you a story in part two, and it's best understood by someone who's already been coming along for a while, already been in their self-improvement and their self-awareness journey. And the reason I say that beforehand is because in order to have this concept be an option for us, we must get past our own self-righteousness. And as a human, which we all are, this is a very tricky thing to ask of ourselves. So do the work from this episode first. If you haven't, if you skipped some of my lessons and some of my episodes, go back and listen to those, okay? Let me know what hits home for you. Get in touch with me with what questions, maybe something came up for you, if anything. Um, definitely sign up for a time to chat with me for free because you just simply have to try this coaching thing out for yourself to know how powerful it is to meet yourself at the corner of raw and honest, right? Invest time in what matters most and that's your relationships. If you thought of anybody while listening to this podcast, share it with them because that's how the heavens reach us. And I swear to you, bring the biggest problems you have. I promise I am up for it. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye.